0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, pay attention to this. This won't last long. I've got this black box here I'm reading from. I don't own a cell phone, as y'all know. This is about a family structure showing you simple things like how to live your life, how to find peace of mind, a close look at immortality. Our family has branched out from there, and it includes people like Mark Levin, the old great one, and a Glenn Beck, some of those guys, you can get hooked up with them too at the same time. So you'll have the podcast that we're fixing to do, Unashamed, me roaming around in the woods down here, pandemic or no pandemic. It's 30 bucks off, 69 bucks for a whole year. Look, it's three or four or $5 an episode for crying out loud. Yeah, what you look for on this black box is blazetv.com slash unashamed. You can get hooked up with us, and together, we'll make the world a better place. I am unashamed. What about you?
1: hair up but i don't i had my one we did one i had my hair under the my cap and people were like why'd you cut all your hair off i was like it was up under my hat
2: Maybe they're not used that's your golf that's your golf move you yeah. hide your hair yeah
1: well you can't look if you don't do that every time you turn back your my hair goes in my face
2: yeah which is never good yeah so so i talked about hair yesterday i had my opening um I get a little bit sometimes I like to
1: Yeah I I watched it I,
2: Yeah yeah so you know what I realized yesterday is that you're getting a lot
1: of your material and your bad jokes are coming from this podcast, which is kind of weird. <laughs> he had some horrific jokes yesterday. Yeah. Who's that? Ow. Yeah, they were, they
2: were so horrific that my phone was lit up with all the people saying laugh out loud funny because I mainly threw Jason on the bus. Yeah, was it was like, all at my expense. <laughs> he he did what I do to Willie. So, so, so what we did that, so, you know, we're doing this um, live stream is, is kind of how we're having to roll now because of the, you know, the, pandemic so we can't meet you know you're, you're in the same boat because normally you speak and um, so Jayce and Missy and a little, our little worship crew They've come up with a lot of really creative ways to like record worship, which has been really interesting. I mean, Man, they found that. I mean, it's like it's kind of watching the evolution of this way they're doing it, you know. And, and I I look forward to watching it. Well, you know? what
1: happened was we started off, we just rented the studio because a lot of what we're doing is a cappella. And look, there's no place to hide when you're singing a cappella. I mean, trust me. You either a- got it or you don't. <laughs> All you have to do is record yourself in a shower and you'll realize that you need. A
0: studio and some. An auto tuner. Some, some lessons. You don't have to give me a lesson on who can sing and who cannot sing. I can't sing.
2: Well, it reminded
0: me, like, because
2: we grew up in acapella church. Obviously, we were at Road, but we also were a part of a little small church out here that you and some other people started. And so I had just come back. You know, to the lives of prodigal son came back home, and so they said, "Wow, well, you know, you you might carry a tune, you you be the song leader." So nobody else really volunteered for the job. I was like, "Okay." So it was just kind of more getting it started. The problem was we had a little small church. That's probably what forty forty of us. And there were two women in there that had really loud, strong voices. Yeah. One could, of them. They could sing. Well, one of them could. One of them was a preacher's wife, and she had a really good voice.
1: She was the song leader, and I don't care what anybody said. Oh, exactly. Says.
2: She was. Because you would go, trouble, and then she takes out. She over. takes out. But but here was the problem. We had another sister over here uh, who's gone on to be with the Lord now, but she. I'm not sure who you're talking about there. I'm talking about Doris Stuckey. Oh, my so Doris, But look, Doris couldn't sing. Right. But. She was loud. She made it. She's like sighs. She mm-hmm. made a joyful noise. Well, I'm the song leader, so my old deal was I I would say the first two words to get it going, hopefully on the right, you know, pitch. Then you had dueling. But then I had dueling. You got to
0: remember, you're kind of describing the old Phil Collins uh, <laughs> picture. I mean, the, the playing his card. Phil Collins says he wrote a song. I can't sing. I can't dance, but I'm just standing here selling everything. <laughs> so you can pull it off according to Phil Collins. You can't carry a tune in a bucket, but you get you know, you get them drums going in a few riffs and you, you slick them. He says, hey, I'm just standing here selling everything. <laughs> your your knowledge of culture
1: at the ready never ceases to amaze me.
2: You wonder yeah. where it comes from. Wow, well, I've I
1: heard mean, that song 25 years ago is the last time, and Phil just rattled it
0: off. <laughs> I'm just saying, he was playing a card, meaning, hey, they all bad-mouthing bad me because I can't carry a tune in the bucket, but you know what? Because he was a drummer, right? Oh, yeah. man, yeah. But he, he could sing. Well, Well, he was just saying in the grand scheme of voices, he said, I'm not up there. He was saying, no, I'm not a great singer. Weird. Look,
1: my wife says that all the time. She's like, well, you know, and she'll say that. I'm like, babe, you're, that's one of the reasons I married you. But they, she looks at it like, I no, mean Willie
0: no. Nelson, Johnny Cash, no, no Bob Dylan. Even the whoa, great Bob whoa, Dylan. Whoa, We took at... a left turn on that. That <laughs> I made... was kind of they're in my league. They just didn't, <laughs> but they got this persona going. Yeah, that's right. and there you go. Johnny well, that's Cash what... is still one of the most. So you can put it off. Phil Collins was saying, "Look, you don't have." to. Well, own. that's what I told Si when Cy si said he
2: wanted to have a scene career. So, well, Bob Dylan pulled it off. You Maybe know, the you'll
0: baritone do it. that stuck his head out the window in New York City. <laughs> he was. I mean, he had a voice. <laughs> you know, and he won awards, but ever so often he sticks his head out the window, and he's um quarantined, you know, and he's here baritone, you know. Are you which, talking about Bob Dylan? No, no, it's just yesterday. <laughs> Yesterday, some guy, some baritone, great. He's been on there, won some awards. He has great voice. Where did you see this at? I just happened to catch on a little news spot. Oh, You got to remember, Jason, I'm under quarantine too. <laughs> and he actually. <laughs> so anyway,
2: back to my story. Yeah. So I would try to get these two. It would be a dueling thing between the two sisters, and whether the song went off the cliff or not was who took over. Because if Doris ever got it, we ain't coming back. It's just going to drown itself out. If Brenda ever got it, we were good to go. So that, my idea about being the song leader back in those days is make sure Brenda gets it. Well, to it. clarify what we did, we started <laughs> off as studio, but then they're like,
1: well, you can't have 10 people and... You know, we had to weed out the older people. As the coronavirus continued... Yeah, our first thing was we...
2: about 15 singers at yeah. a studio, and it was awesome. So then but it we... had some older people and all that, right? Then
1: we went to like five people in our house, but then they were like, well, no, we don't want to... Because then we can't get them. six feet apart. And... So now, I, this guy who's on our team, he's a... Uh, I call him a, a, I call him Snap, Crackle, and Pop, because when he leads the song... He's a percussionist. He's, he's all the time... Er, you know, he, yeah, he he can't help it. He's just a rhythm
2: You know, is everything's right. rhythm oh, yeah. but he
1: came up with this app that you can basically the finished product, you send it around up to nine places and you can sing your part. And of course he sings because he's a he's a song geek. He sings everybody's part with with uh cardboard. This is telling you how we do this. With a cardboard we're, we're, uh banner that has the name of the person who he wants to sing that because the guy's really talented so he sings all the parts Sends their, so it's an, it's a Brady Bunch look with him nine times well then they sing their part that the, whatever their name is and then replace them with
0: him you know with what are they calling this stuff on the internet why they call it
1: music huh music <laughs> It's yep. just on the internet. It's not. There's it's nothing
0: music on the internet, or is it word for that? Well, one?
2: it's. I don't. What would you call it? I mean, Spotify. I don't know. I don't know. But, but, the, but I've seen. I
0: remember, this is as close as I ever come to this and Blaze TV it's to like I'm being part of the computer world. Yeah, this is close to ever get right here. What I'm doing right now. You're in computer. I, I feel land. like
1: every time we have these conversations, <laughs> that I'm going back to caveman. I'm like, hold. Oh, this is a rock. Fire! It's bad. still a rock. It's just a
2: weird rock. It's you no.
1: can't touch it or feel it,
2: but it's a rock. So don't they, eat rock. You know you're just how to do the basic. But it's there. Are, it's all over the internet, Dad. And, and I didn't realize it was because of the app. But I've seen yeah. a bunch of different people using it. Like some you know, of them. The quality, one of them had like qu- the whole choir from all across the yeah, country. And the it
1: quality was, is uh pretty surprising. You know, right. it's it's like. And, and they can do it, like, on a Zoom. So was this the sing.
0: birth? My point was, is this the birth of what the Internet. coronavirus because of the pandemic and the – lot, is this a giving, giving birth to a whole – Possibly. Uh, it really is. Yeah. I, I do think it'll forever change Because I keep hearing people talk about, you know, they're, you know they had they – had, uh, who's old old – Mick Jagger and the boys. They had each one of them. They were wherever they were. But yeah. they're singing together. Right. And I'm looking at it and I said, well, Jagger and them, you know, that old that old guy, you know, the player. Keith Richards. To, the yeah, Richard. So it was for them. They had the drummer there, but each one of them, but they were parlayed it and they got it together on each one of them had Separate. their own
2: screen. Modern technology? Huh. That's pretty what? amazing. Roll, so Rolling Stones were doing the same Rolling thing. Rolling Stones. So, uh, the, yeah, I think it's now created this whole new thing. Nobody would have ever put that out, probably publicly thinking, well, it's not going through the normal studio and all the reasons you normally put a record wow. together. But now people are forced to, and it's actually, you're right, it's good. Yeah. The quality is amazing. So uh, Missy and and, uh, and our crew have been doing awesome. So that's part of our live stream that we're doing. By the way, it's wfrchurch.org. A lot of you, I know, are checking it out. We see your names popping up on
0: the screen. Which proves our boredom sometimes. Creates creativity. <laughs> really, wasn't it was it boredom? Oh, just... it's coming from boredom, all right. <laughs> oh, oh, we stuck in here, don't have anything. Yeah, yeah, let's get a single song together. So that y'all, well, it, no. it, it sometimes so... boosts boost creativity. So you're changing the old
2: saying from necessity is the mother of invention, boredom is the mother that's of invention. That's
0: what we are dealing with now. <laughs> you know what I love about well, these? That's pretty uh, good, though. It
2: made me think, though,
1: Phil, saying that. it These legalistic uh religious brothers among us, God love them, extra grace required. You know, they, they they struggle so much with taking a verse and like absolutely stressing the necessity of it. And the one that I think about is that Hebrews 10, I think we're going to get to a question today on this, but it says uh in verse 25, let us not give up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but let us encourage one another. And all the more as you see the day approaching. Well, the legalistic mind—they're having trouble here because that is correct. We're now have established a habit of not meeting together. (laughs) That's right. And some people are like, I mean, so you even see there are some churches that are breaking the law and getting together. I saw one of them yesterday. Yeah, they were meeting, and I thought we've had some problems in our state. I I saw the cop. There was a cop there, and I thought, I wonder if he's telling them. You're not allowed to do this. But that's what – it's coming from this kind of place. But actually, if you had the ability to watch the online service, it's better than you think. It really is. Y'all have gotten used to it. Yeah. Y'all have – you know, I mean, it, it's hard. A lot of times we do a lot of speaking. You kind of feed off your audience. But when there is no audience, it's kind of tough to feed off of it. So you actually just got to make in your mind, you know what – we are together. Because you kind of are virtually. Everybody's yeah. talking to each other, which is weird, Al. When you're preaching, everybody's I talking. So, I'm like, they wouldn't do that in a normal because they're talking.
0: There it's would not- have to be a strong point that Jesus made when he said, where two or three come together in my name, I will be there. Yeah. That has to mean something. That's right. Well, look, and,
2: and what's fascinating, Jay, so I get home yesterday and Lisa – is watching it. It's over. You know, we just, it yeah. just ended. Well, she didn't watch it as it was happening, so she had to wait till it ended. Well, then she's watching it again. So I get home, so I'm actually watching the Facebook feed, and I'm seeing what you described. Because I just got through preaching to yeah. the camera, well, so I, I had get to home, defend
1: and I'm myself because I was trying to thumb. I was about seeing advice. all your comments. So here's
0: again. the deal. Look, you have all of these in lieu of the pandemic, all of these edicts. Uh, governors are saying you, you know, you, you paddle a P-Rogue out there and do a little fishing, but no outboard motors. You right. start right there. You can't gather up and over ten people in one spot, and they go on and on. You can't be church services. That's all gone, gone, gone. You look at all these edicts. I have racked my brain, and you two are a good, good two to ask this question. I racked my brain, and I, I thought over the last during my work work life. I'm supposed to be retired here. I'm about three quarter retired here. So we're doing this. This is where I ended up. But for fifty six years, beginning about sixteen years old, roughnecking in the oil field at a dollar eighty six an hour. That's a floor hand on a drilling rig. You say in the last fifty six years, they've been taking the government takes money out of your checks. Takes money out of your checks. Mm-hmm. Takes money out of your checks. Mm-hmm. And you end up paying the government about 35 or 40% of everything you take in. Well, I did that for 56 years. They took about right at 35 40%. The entire time. I have racked my brain and I look back over the last 56 years. Maybe y'all can help me here. What has the United States government ever did for me? What have they ever done for me. Well, I mean, they I, I, give I, I, you a
1: protection from foreign, know, foreign enemies. 13, foreign yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Foreign enemies. Okay. You got that one. Yeah. They, they, um, they kept, I, I guess they did. I mean, <laughs> no, they did. They did it. <laughs> World War II. Okay. I get it. Some of the ones after. I, now, I, I that's agree. a good thought. I now, agree. keep going. Start from there. Well, I'm off the top there. of
1: my head, that was the first thing that popped into my head. But other and they that, built a few
2: bridges and roads that we use. They helped they, out with that. haven't done that in a while. <laughs> but I
0: remember. When, they, I heard I they built a wall. When we, when we first started down here 40 years ago, this was all dirt. It was fine. I could make it.
2: That was kind of a state thing, though.
0: It'll yeah, perish. but they, but,
2: but they're still. Trust me, parishes mm-hmm. and states are still getting most of their funding from. But the it looks point. like to me.
0: I ask you two a question. You came up with one that I'd already thought of. Well. Yeah. All right, the Japanese Empire decided they were going to conquer the world, Mm -hmm. and Adolf Hitler, okay. Well, we rose up against it. Okay, I'm saluting. I'm saying I thank you. My dad was in World War II, and my mom Mm -hmm. was a riveter of airplanes. They were part of the war effort. Okay, I understand all that. But in the grand scheme of things, I'm looking at all these recent, in the last month, the (laughs) government edicts. I'm trying to figure out, okay, they saved me from Adolf Hitler and and uh, the guy that thought he was a God, years ago. Hirohito. Yeah. They saved me from that. But, but I think. But what have they done for me or you lately?
1: But what I was trying to say is I think JFK, uh, what was his statement, ask not what your country can does do for, for you. you, but ask what you can do for your country. That's what would be the answer they would give you.
0: What I'm saying is, Which is a pretty I'm good thinking – when I so when I look at these little laws that they make, right. When they say you can't meet together, I'm like, no problem. We're going to meet. We'll come together with the brothers. It may not be but 3 of us, 2 of us, or 10 of um, us, or 100 of well, us. Well,
1: but you don't use online. I consider
0: I consider so. what we are doing at this moment. Yeah. I I'm serious. I consider this meeting with the brothers. Look, on a gigantic scale. Right. Way more than you can put in a a football game, bleachers. Right now we're talking, so I said, you know what? What are you talking about we're not meeting together? We're carrying on a conversation here, and you know I don't know how many hundreds or thousands or a million or two, or listen to it, but I'm thinking, oh, we're meeting together, and we're not going to stop meeting together. That's my take on it. Hang
2: on, hang on. Let's take a break. Where am I going wrong? (laughs) Let's take a break. So, Dad, I don't know how much you think about HR. You spend a lot of time fretting HR.
0: over HR. What, what does it mean?
2: Human resources. So, human resources. Yeah, you
1: have a lot of human resources. It's just not on paper.
0: <laughs> and I don't mean Jimmy Redd and Well,
1: that's I'm talking about. That, that's, <laughs> yeah. just, that's just human. I, I would that. simply
0: say to that that everyone, every human being is worth something. And all humans, well amazingly... They do have a skill set.
2: And they're resourceful.
0: And they're resourceful yeah. of That's some sort. I, mean, okay.
2: I never thought of it. You Leave it to that to come up with something I never thought about. Well, human resources in the corporate world is, is a department. It's a, a person or a department. And basically they're trying to figure out ways to handle employees without – Suit, getting the business suit. You know, unfortunately, that's a, a big problem. Because they
1: need humans with special sets of skills. There you go. Ah, see.
2: You there. got. Oh, you're you're a hundred percent on target. You're on. Oh, target. Really? You yeah. are. Yeah. There you go. And you. And that's why you're an entrepreneur. But the problem is, if you just have to hire somebody, it's a lot of money. So we we've got a company in there called BAM B B A M B E E. They're created specifically for small business. So basically they're gonna give you a an online resource for your human resources. So you don't have to you know have a person. They they're available by phone, by email, real time chat. Of course that's popular right now in the pandemic. Month to month, no hidden fees, you cancel anytime. time. Uh so they'll give you a free audit if you go to their website. That's Bam B A M B E E dot com slash Robertson, you get your first month free, which would be awesome. So that's Bambi.com slash Robertson. So if you need these guys, check them out.
1: I think your overall principle I agree with. I mean, I think the country is so big, the world is so big, that these little decisions really don't trickle down to individuals for the most part, you know. I'm answering
0: what you said, what they've done, to don't give up meeting together. And you said that the legalistic approach is we'll break the law uh, and to show you we're well, going we're going meet put, together. but, but in this in case, they're
1: trying to protect we've talked about before, the vulnerable, so we we are going along with it. I mean, but look I here, mean, that I mean, here's a perfect, they have a good reason. But here's in this a perfect
2: case. example to dad's point. I got two things said. but one is it depends a lot on the state you live in and who's in charge of it. We have our governor, John Bell Edwards, who I know pretty well, he's a Democrat. Uh, he's a good, good man, godly man, godly man, uh, pro Second Amendment, pro life, and in our state, he made churches and what we're doing right here at this table what he calls essential business. In other words, you know, there was non-essential versus essential. He said church work is essential. I mean, that's a, a godly oh. man would say that. You know so I'm saying oh. now he, he, he still said you know social distance, not meet more than 10 just because of the virus. But what, in other words, he said, you guys go do your live streams, get your people together, get your worship people together in smaller groups and do it the smart way. But then you got other states that did what you described. So a lot of it is who you elect. That's why it's important who you elect to run your state. Very I mean, so. you know, because that's going to be the one that makes these laws. I that,
0: think I probably should have rephrased my question and to say over the last 50-something years, what has the government done that I actually needed well, that, for it to be done? Well, I agree with you. Can your, you think <laughs> of anything other than – because you all said World War Two and uh, – and No, just, we said protect well, the country. Well, I
1: was more just saying the protection that's implemented and the two passages I was thinking about. How has well, the
0: government helped you lately? I, Come on out I'm, with I'm, it. I'm trying to finish my sentence. <laughs>
1: First, First <laughs> Timothy 1 and Romans 13. I'm trying to inject some Bible here that said where God – he set up the authority and the government. would— I just think if you pulled that out, well, it would be mass chaos. As far as the biggest, the person with the biggest stick and the and the biggest rifle would win. That's what would happen. And so, Amazon granted, Lord. they may not give me little thing, but you know, and you don't want it. I don't. I don't care for it. But you have to have it. God set it up because if you don't, and that's why I was bringing up First Timothy. That the law, and I think in that case, the law that they enforce is built not for those who, who are keeping the law, but for the lawbreakers. You know, one passage I wanted to read in that light is verse uh, Romans 13, 3. It says, for rulers hold no terror for those who do right. And I think that's why you have the feeling you do, because you're you're trying to do what's right. But for all those who are not, oh, we need
2: them. <laughs> So, even though we got to put up with our mess and the politics, but when you involved, choose your government, Jace, you should be able to choose a government that's small and lean to dad's point, but so out of there's millions of people, and you have one vote. Well, right. That's what I'm saying, though. Yeah. That's That's why we're talking about this because it's important to realize a lean, small government that understands its purpose is to protect its people and to build infrastructure inside. And after that, that's about it. Everything else we get into, to Dad's point, you're still paying. You're, by the way, you're still paying forty percent. Look, as even the, in retirement, you're still paying. Yeah, but that's I mean, right. Okay, that's okay. Right.
1: you got screwed, but you know what? Get over it, because there—that's just the way it is. Well, I mean, we got to
2: change it, though. I mean, you can't just—I I mean, our purpose is elect small government people who are conservative and say, this is what we want to do. But, your your
1: logic is that becomes people's ministry. I believe our ministry... Oh, no, 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 no. No, no, I'm saying not. We're talking about politics. But we know a lot of people in the political world that they view that as their ministry, which is, okay, that's fine. But I'm like, I would rather share Jesus, change the heart, and then if I can help them go toward... Politicians who are more uh, open about spiritual godly principles,
0: great. That's the best way to do Here's it. Here's my point. So the ungodly, God forbid, the ungodly wins the next election and the next election after that mm-hmm. and the next election after that. You say, so what happens when not only have they, do they have an edict during the pandemic that you can't meet together? as groups. You're like, well, that's a bummer. You say, so what do you do? Well, you still meet together in secret. You you meet together like you just go with the small groups. Mm -hmm. You're you're obeying the edict. But my point is when you get to and you end up in a place like Bernie Sanders wants us to be to where – Socialism finally takes root, then communism. Well, now we're looking at a gigantic country with billions of people, billion and a half people over there in China. You say it is against the law to practice Christianity in China. Mm-hmm. Oh, they slaughtered him in the seventies. My old Say he slaughtered anybody that had Bible. They burned the Bibles. They were done with Christianity. You say, well, did it stamp it out? They kept right on going, but they do it in secret. It's against the law. Mm -hmm. They still practice Christianity. (laughs) God's still there. There are sons and daughters of God all over Red China. You say, but they don't know how to dig them out of these little places where they meet in secret, and they're whispering the Scriptures. That's my point.
2: Well, and you know what it would look like, Dad? You know what it would look like if America went down that road living in a pandemic where you don't work and you're waiting for the government to send you a check, and then they, they tell you what you can do, what you can't do, and then they that say correct. call whenever you see your neighbor outside because they're not supposed to be outside. This, The life we're living right now is what it would look like well, if we point, went down that road. My point, though, is and this is you, a communist dream we're living in.
1: Yep. I'm saying when you yep. read the Bible about the government's role, First Peter 2, Romans 13... 1 Timothy 1, it seems to you, and all those three, if you look at them and read them all, they all have the same theme in common. They're set up for people. They're not really affecting people that's trying to do right because they have all these other qualities. Let's get into you know work and provide for your family. But it's set up for the for the rugged. And so I'm saying, you asked me what my take is, and I'm trying to answer your question. I'm like, <laughs> the only thing I'm worried about as far as the government is to keep us keep bad people locked up as best as you can and pe- other, you know, people
2: that are trying to attack us. I ain't worried about the rest of it. So let's uh let's take a break. I got a, an answer for that too. We probably don't think about sheets a lot except are they clean, right? What, what's your yeah. what's your take on sheets I don't uh, like bed sheets. Sand,
1: you know, stuff like that,
2: debris. Yeah, but as long as
1: they're fairly clean. I've See, been... you
2: you hadn't had kids like I got grandkids now, and so they like to get in the bed eating like a potato chip no. or something. See, that's a bad. A you know, that's a, you don't want to find that in your. In I've your... had a rule my whole adult life: no kids
1: in the bed. When they come in, they said, "I'm scared." I'm like, "There's a couch. I got a couch in my bedroom." I'm like, "There's the couch. You're not getting in the bed because so that's."
0: I wear flannel. I mean, wear. <laughs> I, I wear flannel and, and I sleep on flannel in the winter months. Yeah, but the when it starts yeah. getting warmer, yeah, I can't do that. It's too hot. I'm out on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go I'm out
2: on that. Yeah, I got to go cotton all the time. But I like them kind of cool when they get in. So we got a great company, uh, which is, by the way, it's just another one of these great American success stories. is It's called Bowl and Branch, B O L L and Branch, uh, and they make really, really good sheets. And so. Uh, they basically, they had sheets, pillows, you know, they got all the towels, all the different kind of things. But the sheets is kind of what they're known for. I mean, there's, I think they say like three presidents are using their sheets. The presidents usually got to be pretty good, right? Hmm. So um, you can only find them online. They don't sell them at a store. So you go to bowl, B-O-L-L, and branch.com. Uh, and if you use the code Robertson, you get $50 off your first set of sheets, Whoa. which is a great deal. Shipping is fast. It's free. Uh, There may be some restrictions, but if you go to bowlandbranch.com, they'll give you the details, and you can check out some really, really comfortable sheets. So I agree, Jay. So we are citizens, not here first. I mean, the Bible tells that in Hebrews, right? We're citizens yep. of heavenly kingdom. Well, that's in Philippians three twenty. <coughs> our citizenship is in heaven. Is in heaven. So I'm just it, visiting at, this as place. as believers. That's our driving influence. But while we're on this earth, we have an opportunity to be citizens of the U S. and yeah. impact our political surroundings because. Our country was founded as a democratic republic. I mean, everything we read about in the passages and the scriptures were all under monarchies. They were under kings. So you get a good king, things were good. You get a bad king, things were bad. The point was you got to be a part of the first kingdom always, which is what drives us. Yeah, we're,
1: we
0: are a monarchy in Christ.
2: That's right. We have a king,
1: we but have he's, a king. A good, he's
2: a good one.
0: Dear friends, I urge you as here's the way people would view us. First Peter 2? 1 two? Peter yeah, 2.11. Hmm. Dear friends, lo, uh, I urge you as aliens and strangers in the world to abstain from sinful desires which war against your soul. Live sit, such good lives among the pagans that though they accuse you of doing wrong, the powers that be, the governmental authorities, the, and the heathens... They may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day he us. He says just do what's right, no matter who's running the thing. That's right. Just remember, right. God is running the thing from heaven and his people. They will not relent or they will not stop. That's well, my point. Look at the
1: next verse. In verse 13 says, Submit yourselves for the Lord's sake to every authority instituted that's among that's men. That's my point. Whether to if, the king or the supreme authority. Which is right, you authority.
0: can't Governors. meet in a large group. I'm like got you no problem got you no problem yeah "They like, took th- that easy because they didn't slow the kingdom of God down mm-hmm. at all
1: but in this case they have a good reason so we, right. we going along with it but you're right if they ever made me cross a line of where I'm denying Jesus no because I've learned something with all people that have given their life for Jesus you're better off not denying Jesus than anything that's correct whether death Torture because to our faith, that's not a problem. That's why all those guys did die. That's right. Because they viewed that as, okay, you're gonna kill me or I deny Jesus. Well I'm gonna go with you better kill me. Because I'm not I he he came back from the dead. So that's
0: my point that's, is if they say, Well, okay, you 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 uh you uh swooned on me, you you backed off, you caved into him. I said, No, I didn't. They said, Well, are you meeting in large groups? Nope. And they're like, Well, you caved into them. I'm like, no. Uh, they they claim there's a pandemic. I believe them, just from the news reports. Right. So I think it prudent, pretty good advice not to gather up in a large crowd. I don't care what you're doing. So I would say it doesn't bother me to pull back. I know where two or three of us of us are, and look. The work of the kingdom goes on and we're living proof of that right now. Well we're speaking to way I'm but gonna leave actually, that two hundred people on the side of the road if it's the last thing I do. I'm like why don't well, you just let well, it ride? J F K
1: actually had it right though, because by sharing Jesus with people you then change the heart, which then causes righteous behavior, which then calls not a need to be concerned about the government because you're doing what's right. So actually we're helping the country. To be a better place, indirectly yep.
2: through people coming to Jesus. Sure, it's, no doubt about it. It's, it's, <clears throat> in the warfare, they call it hearts and minds. You know, that's you what can... look. Look, people, I think have mistaken the
1: verse about sympathize with those in prison. I think I've said this before, but I, because you read that in the, in the New Testament, but these people were in prison because they were sharing Jesus. Yep. Well, the people that are in our prisons, most of them. They're not in there for because they're sharing Jesus. They're You're in there because they need to be in there. Right. So people say, oh, well, we need to go sympathize with them. I sympathize with them with a hellfire sermon <laughs> that was grace-oriented, but, I mean, I'd go in there and say,
2: what's Hellfire your...? grace.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, because you have to be tough in those environments. Anybody that's spoken, they know. They, they we can. all have. If you go in there and try to be flowery and say, you know, today they're looking at you like – Yeah, right. I'm like, what you're doing is not working. <laughs> the getting drunk, the doing drugs, the you know shooting robbing people, people. Yeah. yeah, robbing. That is a a surefire way to stay in here and to burn in hellfire. <laughs> you will be punished. However, I have good news. That that's kind of you see where I'm going, and you then I share Seriously, Jesus. You know,
2: Jase, is because we're looking at that from a spiritual perspective. Is why you would give a message like that. It is ironic to me in our current situation that a lot of states are just turning criminals out just because of fear they make oh, it the right. they make it the virus. I'm like, wait a minute, they're in there for a reason. They keep turning these people out, and then they go out and commit another crime. I know like,
1: I like got my hand raised <laughs> at the TV when I saw that. I'm like. Can we
2: have a, at least give them a sermon out the door? <laughs> I mean, at least let's preach the gospel. To them. I thought the same thing, Jess, because instead we're just saying, "Well, just go back out." The mayor of New York, he said, "Well, I just I figured they would understand that this was their opportunity at another chance, so none of them would go out and do it again." And I was like, "What is it? An idiot?" I mean, you don't wind up repeat offender in prison There's this bad behavior son. It's a, it's a dangerous world. <clears throat> That's out when there, your
1: Morris. moral compass, yeah, is not working. That's a great point. You know? Well, they don't understand it either. I mean, obviously that's
2: the case. So. I mean,
1: look, that's one of the least things I like to do is to go share Jesus at a certain in a at a prison. I mean, I really don't. There's nothing I get out of that. They got you know they're rough. Yeah, it's just
0: it's I, I, you're I locked. It. I, you're locked up while I mean, you're, you're doing locked it? up. I mean, yeah. But look, I love I, them enough to go do it. I've done it
1: many times because I think you know what if I was had lost my way and I'm locked up. There may be, you know, this I know this I have your answer right here. And so I'm thinking by some chance maybe a couple of them will say, you know what? I uh-uh, I'm I'm going to do that. So that Happens all the time. It is 100%. A service. I've never been paid for it. I've mm-hmm. never even got really fact, a pat
2: on the back. People are like, "Well, you going down there for?" In fact, every time Dad and I've done it together, it's actually cost us because we got to get there and you got to, you know. Right. So, well, right. but it's okay; you know, it's worth it. it.
1: But you say, "Well, why are you doing that as a U.S. citizen?" Because I'm even saying I'm doing it for the kingdom first, number one. But I'm also trying to make the country a better place. That's right. All right. Because I'm, I'm, you know, what was that movie where the guy was like, "Hey." You know, I know what your problem is. And then he's like, well, he's like, stop
2: breaking the law. <laughs> it, <laughs> would have, it would help us all be so much better. All right. All right, let's take a break, and then we're going to ask a question. So uh, we're taking a little break from John today to to answer a couple of your questions, which, by the way, I appreciate all the questions they are sent in. This was really interesting because um, this uh, is Kevin from Kentucky. And so I I'll I read what he said, and I want you guys to react to it because there's definitely some things in here we can. And if Kevin's thinking this way, some other people are too. He said, I've been baptized and gave my life to the Lord, but have strayed by mainly not attending church, which we were just talking about, as I should, praying, reading the Bible, bad use of tongue, which can get me in trouble, et cetera. That's what he said. He says, and this was an interesting statement I have repented for those sins but feel that I am not good enough to enter into heaven. What do I need to do to ensure my home is in heaven and that I lead my family and people down the right path? So what would you tell Kevin?
1: I mean, look, my first reaction to that, because I know what we do is when we hear a question like that, my mind immediately goes to a lot of the words and semantics he uses that I think, Mm, that's not good. That's not good. That's not good. So instead of pointing each of those out, because I don't want to, you know, embarrass you, I'm like the first thing you got to do is get into the New Testament and the Word, and make sure that your philosophies and the way you're categorizing your condition is is true. Because right. it's like, I mean, one thing I would never do, I would say, I've been baptized and gave my life to the Lord. There's no but after that. You know, but. Nothing changed from when that happened. God looked down and said, because of what happened on the cross and the resurrection and you surrender to that, you have God's spirit, you've been born again, there's forgiveness of sins, there's no but. You are justified. That did not change. No, now, your mind might have changed on on how you view what's happened. So then he goes into all... His he's doubting because his, his he's behavior is not perfect. Well, that's what so, he's saying. So, there's a couple options here. Number one, we're all going to mess up no matter what. That's a given. Yep. So, you say, Well, am I messing up to a degree of where I don't think I understood what happened there? And mm-hmm. that's why I go to that, you know. So, either you didn't yeah. really understand what was going on. Or you're getting bad advice, which is, once again, why you should read it for yourself. But, you know, I, I don't think it's a uh, it's an uncommon problem for people to struggle with responding to grace on a daily basis. Some people want to put themselves in some kind of rule-oriented system, and then they they can't measure up, so they're constantly feeling like they're falling
2: away every five minutes, you know? But it just doesn't. It just doesn't work that well. Way. When you say, "I feel like I'm not good enough to enter into heaven," at its merit, in terms of as none it depends on are. you, none of us are. This is exactly right. So that part is true. Without
0: Christ, none of us can be good enough. We're I would no recommend falsehood. to this man, I would read First John, the first chapter of First John. If we claim, verse eight says. You walk in the light, and you get down there. If we claim to be without sin, he's saying, but I'm still sinning, and I'm trying not to. If we claim to be without it, we deceive ourselves, and the truth's not in us. If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just, and will forgive us us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. If we claim we've not sinned, we make him out to be a liar, and his word has no place in our lives. He said, I'm writing this to you so you won't sin, Kevin. But if anybody does, we have one who speaks to the Father in our defense, Jesus Christ, the righteous one. That's how powerful grace is. You're not viewed as a sinner anymore. But I will add to that, Phil,
1: since you're there. In verse 6 of that, 2-6, I think, Mm -hmm. it says, whoever claims to live in him must walk as Jesus did. And that's a profound statement, and it it seems detached from what he just got through saying. But at some point, you got to realize this is not really about what you do or don't do. It's more who you're with. So your old self was supposedly crucified. And then another terminology that I didn't like is when you said, I've repented of these sins, which I realize that has some biblical words in there. But it's more about God forgave you of those sins. Because repentance means to make changes. Based on your forgiveness Mm -hmm. and grace, well, then changes, they they occur. But you're like, well, I've repented like I threw them away, but I don't feel like I'm forgiven. Well, repentance is is walking like Jesus did. You're now offering Jesus his forgiveness just like you experienced. But how can you offer it?
0: If you're not experiencing it, he just needs to remember the model, God, perfect God, becoming flesh, in order to die and remove his sins and guarantee me be right. He needs to zero in on the model. You say, "Well, how would I zero in on the model?" Walk like he did. Walk right. like he did.
1: First Peter four <laughs> one's a good one. Everyone
0: around that. you, Kevin. You say filth coming out of your mouth. You say. You never heard that coming out of the mouth of Jesus. Why would you say that? You say, you're not adhering to the model. Look at the model. You see any filth coming out of his mouth? Uh, No. I'm like, Make it your ambition to not let any filth come out of your mouth. It's what you just said, Jay. Well, it's hard to it get people. It proves your repentance. It proves your well, repentance. it's hard to get people to listen to
1: your speech on Jesus if you're using four-letter words every other word. That's you know, if it. I went down and used a bunch of four-letter words and then said, oh, sit down, I want to share Jesus with you. Right. Well, they're looking at me like, what? I've seen so, people
0: come up, used to, and they'd come up to my shop in a building duck house, and they were, they were just cussing every other word, you know, soon as I started talking about Jesus and the resurrection from the dead and eternal life, listen, they got religion within 30 seconds. They turned <laughs> oh, from four-letter words
1: to – I do it – and when I'm in a public gathering where there's worldly people, I mean people that are not living like Jesus, and they're drinking or whatever, even though I know – how grace-filled Christians can live. There's nothing wrong with drinking a beer, you know, based on what I've read. Yep. Drunkenness out, but when I'm in a public setting, I use those points of conflict to introduce Jesus. So they'll say, "Do you want a beer?" No, there's not be nothing wrong with me drinking one, but I would rather say, "No, I'm high on Jesus,"
0: <laughs> and they're like, "What?" Huh? I mean, all of a sudden, what? What'd you say? I said you got a Coke, and they like, as <laughs> yeah. in Coca Cola. I said, yeah. So my point is, even
1: though I have the freedom in my mind to show self control, yep. I'm in a situation where other people are watching me, mm-hmm. and I'm going to use that. I'm setting aside what I do and what I repented of, or what I think, or where this may lead. All these, you know, stupid phil- philosophical questions that religious people ask. I don't care about that. I'm looking for an opportunity to share what I have in Jesus. And then cuz what's funny is people that have come to Jesus and then they ask my opinion about drinking, you know, one drink or nickel or beer, whatever it is, the alcohol content in it. I'm like, it's actually, you know, drunkenness is out. It's a good opportunity to show self-control. Which is what I'll say. Other people who have a big problem with it, I say, you need to stay away from it. Cause you can't handle it. <laughs> people say, well, what happened to this freedom and grace stuff? No, that's called repentance. Yeah. If you can't handle it, get away from it. You know, I mean, so it's like you're applying common sense to Jesus living. And that's, that's the way I do with all these issues. Most people just try to get in a box. And I think this question is coming from a box. Right. He's got it or he's been told by his pre, you know, this is out. You must do this. You must do that. But there's no share in Jesus. And when you look at what Jesus did, and we've used this example many times, how did he have a reputation, Matthew 11, for being a glutton and a drunkard? Because he said, Jesus himself said, I came and you called me a glutton and a drunkard.
2: Well, how do you get that reputation? That's a good point. Let's take a break. So I think the, the question here, and this is a legitimate one, is more the idea of embracing freedom. Because it really is about freedom. Remember, yep. remember, we're set free from the law of sin and death. So what you hear Kevin saying is he's still wrestling. He's got the Roman 7 wrestle going on here Yep, with this idea about, well, I sin, therefore I'm dead again and I was—I thought I wasn't—and yet I am. Tell him to
0: read Romans chapter eight. That's right. After Romans, Romans seven, you, is eight. you is just Romans told eight. him. You just told him.
1: But <laughs> you, but my point is, is tell I keep coming back to. I think in a lot of religious people, they think it's all about what you do and what you don't do, and they miss the the walking well, as Jesus introducing Jesus m- mission. My, the more you're you're introducing Jesus. The less you're thinking about, but they what go, you
2: did and du- didn't but they go do. together though, does because think about it, if you're wrestling like Kevin is, he doesn't think he can share Jesus because he's not sure where he stands. Well, so I wonder where that idea came well, from. Exactly. So that's so it's something evil. It's evil. That's well, right.
1: that's what the evil one does. Says right. you're not good enough. You who are you and. That's when you look in the mirror and say, you know, grace is awesome. I'm not sure how good it Kevin, is. Kevin, here's
0: First John 3, verse 5. After he said that everyone who sins breaks the law, you know that he appeared, God becomes flesh, so that he might take away our sins. That's dying on a cross. And in him, are you listening, Kevin? In Jesus is no sin. None. Nada. You're viewed as sinless because you are in Christ. The grace of God covers it as Jace was elaborating on there. So look, your position makes it such that sin is not counted against you because you're in Jesus and your faith is in his death for you on a cross 2,000 years ago. The resurrection proves that you'll come forth from the dead and live forever. I would just uh. chill out, man, and say, "Look, I just need to <laughs> just chill, honey, out, just chill. chill out, man. What are you chill doing? out, man. Come
1: on, man. Doubt in your faith. I want to read First 1 Corinthians one twenty-seven. God chose the foolish things of the world to shame the wise. God chose the weak things of the world to shame the strong. He chose the lowly things of this world and the despised things and the things that are not to nullify the things that are." So that no one may boast before him. So that, that's it. that was his whole point. God uses flawed people to share Jesus. When you do that, all of a sudden you'll you'll look up and there'll be a lot more, I mean a lot less sinful activity going on in your life. And it it actually just kind of happens along with the ride. Yep.
2: So exactly. Apostle Paul put it this way about himself, and this sounds a lot like what Kevin said. Uh, Romans seven twenty four. what a wretched man I am. Who will rescue me from this body of death? I mean, I just I, I think I can't do it. I'm messing up. I, I'm not sure I'm right. Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Therefore, chapter 8, Romans 8, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. No. So if I'm going at it from the position of I'm not condemned because of what Christ did – then to Jesus' point, we're capable of anything good.
0: Kevin, you need to remember Romans chapter 4, blessed is the one whose sins are forgiven, whose sins are covered, and blessed is the man whose sin the Lord will never count against him. Never count against him. Those mistakes you make, dude, are not being counted against you. You need to realize it and say, well, good night. I'm struggling with something. God
1: forgives us. He forgives us of what we've done, what we are doing, and what we will do. And that's uncomfortable for people.
0: Past sins removed, Kevin. Future sins not counted against you as long as you simply walk in the light. Everyone will know who you are. You have a clean mouth. And you say, you have a steady hand. You meet together with your brothers, small groups or big ones. You reach out to your neighbor, and you love them, and you love God, and you move forward. You say, I can do this. Why, yeah, you can do it. I say we
1: we send that to Kevin and now let's I want I want <laughs> well, to get some of this sticky chicken That's that right, I heard so, so, uh, sticky
2: chicken is out there so, on the stove so Kevin thank you for, uh, for writing in and so we're not understand we're not picking on our we love you Kevin our viewers yeah because you're asking questions a lot of people are asking so we appreciate you doing that uh, before we wrap up I want to remind you about um, our unashamed uh, sort of cousin and I call that in the woods with Phil Blaze TV makes it possible for us to do this podcast Dad also has a show on there, which is a subscription show. Normally, it's $99 a year, which is not that much, 7 or $8 a month. Right now, it's $69 a year. So, If you go to blazetv.com uh, slash Phil or Jace, uh, you can use Jace, either one of those Just codes. think,
0: ladies and gentlemen, you have the opportunity to learn how to be viewed as an alien while you're here and a stranger. I'll show you how to do it. A lot of great content. So check that out.
2: It's $69 right now. It's it's just about over. You can save yourself $30 a year, get more great content from dad and guests that are on there as well. So thank y'all for being a part of Unashamed. So we're so glad you guys were with us today. You can subscribe on iTunes or Spotify or YouTube or Facebook. And be sure and rate us on iTunes so that other people can know about the podcast.